Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Good afternoon, and welcome into Sports Talk. It's a Monday. We're kicking off a new week of sports. I'm Scott Beatty, along with Evan Kahn. We're glad you're with us, and uh, we're kicking off a full night of evening and night of coverage as well of Illini Sports. We're here with you in studio for this hour. Next hour at the Esquire, 6 o'clock, State Farm Center for pregame coverage of Illinois men's hoops against the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Coming up, Shauna Green, Illinois women's head coach, for uh, coming on our regular Monday segment with her, coming off uh, a steamrolling victory over the Penn State Nittany Lions yesterday, and one more home game remaining for the Illini Wednesday night against Nebraska. Next hour, up at the Esquire, both the men's and women's head coaches for gymnastics from the University of Illinois will be live and in person. Daniel Ribeiro and Natalie Walsh. We're going to see if Matt Daniels will do a floor exercise. <laughs> I can't. Uh, you were thinking I, rings. I, I, thinking I don't, more of rings for uh, Matt Daniels? I, I don't know <laughs> if there's enough of anything to convince him to, to try that, but I'd like to see him try <laughs> I think you get uh, with with under certain circumstances at the Esquire. I could see various people trying various <laughs> events in gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> at six o'clock, we'll start our pregame coverage for Illinois and Minnesota. A game that was supposed to be on February seventh and was rescheduled for tonight due to COVID issues with the Minnesota Golden Gophers. So plenty to get to. We had a busy weekend of Illini sports, so many things going on. The rest of college hoops, I don't know where to start. Um, I guess with, with Illinois and the the lost Indiana and one that Brad Underwood feels good about? It was, it was a well-played game for about 35 minutes by the Illini, especially headed into Bloomington, but uh, they... They didn't close it out, and when you're running with two freshman point guard and your leading scorer is out and, and guys are being thrown into to different roles, we got seven minutes of Brandon Lieb in there as well, and it wasn't a, a negative. So, yeah, uh, there was... I, I don't think there was a, a glaring error other than maybe some, some experience in being in those situations a, a couple of times that, that some of these guys can learn from and, and maybe get a shot to fall. I mean, Luke Goody was literally halfway down through the hoop and it came out that, that would have given the, the Illini the lead in the closing seconds. They couldn't hit a shot in the second half, which has kind of been the trend for this season. But um, 
No, I, I, I think it was a um, not a feel good loss, but you, 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 there's nothing to go back to the drawing board uh, about. I imagined yesterday was kind of just a, a rest and prep sort of day, and they'll get back at it tonight against Minnesota. Yeah, they will. We'll hear from Brad Underwood in uh, just a moment. But yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was a better game against Trace Jackson Davis, despite Trace Jackson Davis doing doing what he is. He he's gonna get twenty and ten. I mean, there's just no. It's if, like what Kofi or, used to be. Exactly. He's he's gonna get his. It's what you can do in between. I, I thought they did make him uncomfortable uh, through, throughout the game. They were also working to make sure that he wasn't just catching it on the block and going up with it. He was having to do some fancy reverse layups that he was just hitting all of them for for whatever reason. But, um, yeah, they, they didn't allow the other guys except for Miller Cop to go off, and even three of his four threes were like, looky what I found. So um, from, from a defensive perspective, couldn't, couldn't have asked for, for a whole lot more. It was more just stopping those offensive droughts that, that kind of plagued them there in the second half. At the moment, Illinois in eighth place in the Big Ten at 8-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. If they can beat Minnesota tonight, and they should be able to, they will pull into a five-way tie for fourth place. <laughs> Don't ask me what the tiebreakers are, but uh, uh, there's several teams uh, with them there that would, would be 9-7 and seven that they have beaten and they've lost to mm-hmm. join Maryland, Iowa, Rutgers, and Michigan, who we haven't seen yet. Yeah, uh, so you've got you've lost to one, you've beat two, and you haven't seen one. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> lost to two and beat one. Yeah, just as we all predicted, Northwestern is uh, in the driver's seat for second place right now <laughs> in the conference, and just as we all predicted, Purdue hasn't yet clinched this thing. <laughs> you gotta you gotta go on the road and win in the Big Ten if you're yeah. gonna win this conference and Purdue didn't do that for the last week and Northwestern's the only team that's gone into Bloomington and gotten a win and they've got a, a veteran scrappy squad that's tired of losing. They've spent four years in college losing, so they're gonna use that COVID year and, and finally make the tourney. Yep. Northwestern does not have a game before they come here on Thursday night in a game that uh suddenly has a whole lot of implications for both sides that maybe you didn't have circled necessarily like you did some of the other games. But that's now a big game for both teams, and Purdue is off for the week until Saturday when they host Indiana. So they get the bye week here at the end. Illinois is going to be pumping out games here. Played on Saturday, they get tonight, they get Thursday, they get Sunday, they get Illinois, next Thursday. I looked it up. Illinois is going to play more games over the next nine days than Purdue will over the final 17 days of the regular season. Yeah. <laughs> it's not – I don't want to call it unfair, but I'm not calling it fair. No, it's definitely unfair. It's not Illinois' fault that they have to play this game tonight. No. No. It. it I don't know. There's so many probably layers to this and – I'm not sitting in a place where I can see it all. The game was on the schedule. You never say, let's not play a game because a team is 1-13. Mm-hmm. That seemed, I mean, if this was Purdue and it was rescheduled for now, you're, just, you're playing the game. You know, So it's not right to look at Minnesota and go, well, this is terrible. This should just be a forfeit. But at the same time, Illinois is – I guess I don't buy the Illinois punished by having to play this game – because they were on the schedule, and that's just the way it is. In other words, Illinois 
isn't helped by winning the game, and they certainly are hurt by losing it. They're just more hurt by having to play this game now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's no benefits to it whatsoever. It's it's all downside other than if you can get a win and, and escape without getting anybody hurt. Luckily, they're Luke Goody's back, and I don't know if you necessarily need Terrence Shannon tonight, so you, you can use that as a bridge. But, yeah, it, it's... It's definitely unfair, and Illinois is not looking at it at that way. But um, you know, when when Sunday rolls around or, or next Thursday rolls around, they might be they might be feeling all these games again like they did in the early season. Yeah, maybe a few guys get a little more run tonight to save some legs for Thursday mm-hmm. against Northwestern. Okay, uh, Brad Underwood did look back at the loss to Indiana, and despite it, says he feels pretty positive overall. Lob to Garcia. Blocked by Brandon Lee. Fast break, Illinois. Okay, that was some highlights. Here's Brad Underwood. Even though the numbers may not show it, I thought we did a great job on Trace. It was sure wasn't as easy for him as it was in the in the first game. They hit a couple of tough shots. The thing for us now is to is to learn how to win possessions. We had a possession or two where it's a bad shot or it's we don't run anything, or it's uh, not get on the floor for a loose ball, you know, or gain an offensive rebound. Uh, you know, we missed an opportunity for, for a couple of charges. You know, those things add up in one possession games, especially on the road. Missed a couple blockouts. You know, and I think those are the little things that, that we've, you know, we get cut back door just because we lose sight of our man. Um, you know, little things that, that in a close game, you can't make those mistakes. And obviously, we don't want to foul a jump shooter. We we had a turnover uh, late. But, uh, you know, again, it's, it's uh, you know, Matthew was terrific, was was as good a player as, as, as I've seen all year yesterday, raised his game to another level. But I thought we we got tons of positives. I loved – I love Ty, I, what, what, what he's been able to do. Uh, he hadn't practiced all week. Uh, got it up through that. I thought uh, Luke Goody was exceptional. Uh, you know, had a three just, you know, two-thirds of the way down and falls out. Uh, that, that would have moved it to five. But, um, you know, I thought Brandon Lieb coming in did a nice job. So, uh, you know, I like I liked everything but the outcome. And in a great environment, and a heck of a college basketball game, and um, you know we just gotta we gotta we gotta finish those things off. There you go, uh, Brad Underwood. A few months ago, was making noises with his mouth after <laughs> losses, and and upset about lack of leadership and accountability. And he feels much different about his his team right now. And uh, if if you don't believe that. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It's out there on video. That's what he's telling his team. It's what he's telling me. It's what he's telling everybody about how he feels. And uh, this is the time of year when you want to be building up your players. Anyway, this is. Uh, this is the time when you want to figure out how do we start to peak and how we play. And, and I do think a, a lot of guys are, are hitting their stride. Uh, beside the the freshman mistakes, Jay Neps is really taking a, a hold of that point guard role as a freshman. Ty Rogers, I think that might have been his best game on Saturday, uh, especially from from an offensive standpoint. They put the ball in his hands at Indiana, and he was running the offense great. So, yeah, and just Matthew Meyer continues to, to get it done. So, uh, the 
they didn't. Yeah, it was not a step back on, on Saturday. It missed opportunity. Could have gotten probably a, a quad one road win and, and improved your standings in the Big Ten. But uh, especially with three more games here in the next seven days, you you, you can't hark too much uh, on on that loss because you got three more games to get ready for. Yep. I think both men and uh, women are pretty safe in the fields of 68 mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, tournament time. The women right now would uh, be a nine seed still out in that Stanford regional uh, against number eight Baylor. So curious what Shauna Green thinks about being able to up the seed line mm-hmm. through the next couple of weeks when we talk to her. And the, the men would also be uh, right there in the mix. What did we see, seven-ish? Are they in a seven-ish kind of spot? I think, yeah, they're low 20s now in the net. Yeah. So, Yeah, So which also means uh, you know they're outside of the top 16 that was revealed over the weekend. Number one overall seed would go to Alabama, followed by Houston, uh, Purdue and Kansas, those are the top four, and they would all be one seeds on on the men's side. It's funny how those names keep reemerging all the time. Well, and, and that's it's not like either one is completely right, but those are almost four different teams in the AP top four, and you know it's just all over the place. There's there's eight, ten, twelve teams that you can throw into that hat. Shauna Green will join us next. We'll get her thoughts on the week that was and the week to come for Illinois women's hoops. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. Hi, this is Brian Barnard. Join me on a busy Tuesday on Penny for Your Thoughts. Champaign County State's Attorney Julia Reitz at 9. At 10 o'clock, we'll visit with Tyrone Phillips about the Royale at Brannert. Tomorrow on Penny. A busy time of year for Illini sports, college sports in general. We are into the stretch run of the women's season, coming into the final week and a half. Illinois women's head coach is Shauna Green, as the Illini got their 20th win yesterday over Penn State. Not all of them over Penn State. There's been other wins as well, but win number 20 (laughs) total. Coach, uh, thanks so much once again for joining us here on Sports Talk. Congrats on the win. No, thank you very much. Always, Always fun to be on with you guys. So Genesis is looking fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah she she looked like there was no ankle injury but uh she she worked really hard this past week and a half to you know in her rehab and, and to try to get back and and yeah she didn't show uh many glimpses of, of it hurting so that was great for us to see and, and great to have her back so what's the process for you as a head coach when you have a major piece of your roster um, uncertain of, of her status. I mean, you obviously, I know, are in communication with what's going on, but how do you sort of move forward with the team and, and talk to them through it? You know, it's the unfortunate part of, of sports, right? And, and there's injuries, there's illnesses, and, and we've dealt with, you know, a, a couple times this year with some, some key people uh, not being able to play. So, you know, for, for me, it's just, a you know, try to continue to just preach that, you know, next woman up and, and everyone has to stay ready because you just never know when, when your moment and, and when, you know, your, your name's called where you need to maybe step into a different role or more minutes or maybe some minutes and you weren't getting many minutes at all. So, um, you know, it's just, it's kind of, that's our mentality. And, and, you know, it's just, it's it's part of it, but you know we're lucky. We only that bye week came in a perfect time. Mm-hmm. So for us to you know for her to only miss you know a game and a half uh, is pretty remarkable in, in her recovery. 
And yesterday, you get the W, uh, and I noted nobody had to play 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a, you had a week of rest. How important is that in this point in the season to kind of rest some legs a little bit and then also yeah. get some run for some of the bench players? It's it's really important, and, and it doesn't usually happen, right? This time of the year in, in this conference, you know, it's just you don't have a lot of – I mean, we haven't had one, you know, where it's a game like that. So I was very, uh, you know, conscious of that and knowing that we had a quick turnaround with a two-day prep, uh, you know, going into Nebraska. And we're already not a, you know, really deep team. So um, really try to get, you know, some some people some rest and then also get some people some some minutes and some experience in, in a Big Ten game. So uh, it, was, it was really good, and I said – you know, only two days, uh, you know, in between these games, and, and we got to try to have all the legs that we can going into this final stretch. Talking with Shauna Green on Sports Talk. Hey, Shauna, this is Evan, and getting Genesis Bryant back, I'm sure, helps, but uh, you guys have been hitting some shots uh, again the last few games. Uh, I'm sure that's uh, something that you've been looking for here as you head into the stretch run, as you, you were struggling to hit some shots there for a couple weeks. Yeah, that, that's the best thing to see is, is the ball going through the net. And, and we did. We had a couple couple weeks that, you know, we just didn't shoot it at the level we had been shooting it. And in these last probably three games, two games, two and a half games, uh, you know, we kind of got we kind of got that, that feel back to us of, you know, shooting it like we had been early on in the season. And, and you know, the game's a lot different uh, when that ball goes through the, the hoop. So our defense has been pretty on point and, and has held serve, but – you got to be able to make shots, and and we, you know, hopefully that confidence in a lot of our, our guys will carry over and into, like I said, into this final stretch of season. And, and we just talked about her a, a couple weeks ago, but it, it seems like Kendall Bostic has been getting better almost every week here over the last three, four weeks, and, and capped it off last night with a really good game. Yeah, she had just an absolutely incredible game yesterday with twenty-two and eighteen. Um, you know, I mean, 18 rebounds is, is crazy, right? Like she, she just has been playing at a really high level um, and she's scoring. And, and that's, you know, we just, I said that, you know, when I took this job that I believe that she's a double-double uh, kid and, and she has that ability and that, you know, and, and I think just every game she gets more confident. And, and yesterday was just really fun to watch her out there. She scored in a variety of ways. You know, she's cleaning up every rebound. And when she's playing at that level, you know, we're 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 a lot different team when when she's rebounding like that, and when more importantly, she's scoring like that because her rebounds have been consistent her whole career. Um, but when she's scoring at that level, uh, it really changes. Uh, you know, changes the game for us. Shauna, when you're getting a roster put together in, in the situation you are in, and you're bringing over Makaira, and you're bringing on uh, Genesis. Is it clear to you, like, you know, hey, basketball is basketball, and I, I know that their game will be dominant and successful at the Big Ten level. And I'm not – no disrespect to the A-10, but I think everyone would mm-hmm. put the Big Ten at a little higher notch yeah. than the A-10 overall. Is, is it, you know, yeah. clear to you with, hey, with the skills, what they can do, this is going to work anywhere? Well, Makaira, you know, Makaira and Bryn, obviously I coached, right? And, yeah. and Makaira was a really key piece for us uh, at Dayton. And, and I knew there was no doubt about it that, you know, we knew that when we recruited her and we got her, I think, because it was, it was Dayton and it was all power five teams. So, mm-hmm. and, and she's a type of player that really could play. I, I really believe she could play anywhere in the country. She, she's that good. She can get her shot off at any time against anyone. Not a lot of players can do that, you know, and, and Bryn, you know, Bryn, 
I knew she could play at this level, and I actually thought the Big Ten translated really well uh, to her game. But she didn't play, you know, really a lot for us last year because we had some older, uh, you know, five players, and, and that's kind of where we played her, and now she's playing more of a four. So those two, you know, Makaira definitely knew. Bryn, I knew, but she just she didn't have experience. So, um, and then, you know, Genesis is – that's one that, you know, if you look at it, Jen didn't play. You know, she didn't play at NC State. So, I, I mean, I knew what Jen did in high school because we recruited her really hard, you know, at Dayton. But she had not played in two years really at all. So, in a way, that's kind of, you know, it's kind of an unknown. You know, what she, how is she going to come in? How is it going to translate? How is it going to, you know, she's almost like a freshman. So, I think her has just been remarkable of just – what she's done with herself, uh, getting into this position of, you know, her confidence and, and her game and getting, you know, to, to get to where she's been in this short of a time, you know, whatever, eight months or seven months, however long she's been here on campus, I think that's pretty, uh, that, that's just credit to her for all of her hard work. With three, uh, with two regular season games remaining and one Big Ten, at least one Big Ten tournament game remaining, uh, what are you telling your team they're playing for? Because in the bracketology, you've been hanging in that eight nine spot. Um, where, you know, I don't know what the ceiling could be in that, but is that part of hey, this is what we need to do so we can get to, I don't know, a six seed or something like that. You know, I'm not I'm not talking to them right now about seeding. I'm just talking about like we're playing to get into an NCAA tournament. You know, right now this program has not been to an NCAA tournament in how many years, 20 years, whatever it's been, yeah. uh, I think 2003. So, you know, right now it's about, okay, this we're a program, our culture is about going 1-0. It's about trying to win that day. So that's really our main focus is let's be the best we can be today, you know, and then tomorrow we'll worry about that. And then we got to worry about Nebraska. And, and But I'm also telling them, hey, these games matter. They matter for conference seating. They matter, you know, to play, to, to try to get at large in the NCAA tournament. So, they know what's at stake, but they also know just because it's it's what we preach and it's what we try to instill in our, our team is it's, it's one and all. Because if you don't take care of today, you know, then, then we can't get to where we want to get to. So they know I've been very, probably the last month, I've been very upfront, very uh, honest with every implication in terms of net, in terms of, you know, away games. It's a top, it's a quad one win. If, if we get it done, I mean, they know everything that's on the line and, and they've, credit them they've handled it all really well and, and gone out and handled business we're talking with shauna green shauna you've gone through it uh, elsewhere throughout your career but uh, your first senior night coming up here at, at the state farm center at illinois on, on thursday what what are you gonna uh, remember about this senior class although they they've still got some games to go first off i just i said it to to my staff saying like how is it how is it our last home game how is it senior <laughs> day you know everything this year has just, it's just flown by, but, you know, Gio and, and Jada, who we're honoring, um, you know, I just, I appreciate them so much. I came in and, and, you know, they, they decided that they wanted to stay and they've just been unbelievable teammates, unbelievable leaders, uh, just great people. And, and so this first team of, you know, this year and this team uh, overall, and especially these seniors, it just is always going to hold a special place in my heart because of just how they've approached every single day from that first day, we got the job, uh, their buy-in, you know, their belief, their work ethic, their just everything about this team. Uh, it's a really, really special group and it's really special group of seniors.
And, and talk about expectations. How has how the, the crowd and the support that you've seen here? Uh, I thought I saw over 6,000 people at the State Farm Center last night. Uh, how has that played out here in your first season in Champaign? I mean, it's been it's been absolutely remarkable. You know, I remember that first game when we came out, and I thought I was like, okay, you know, it's decent, and I think maybe it was fifteen hundred, and um, you know, it's something to build on. I, I just from even what people had said, the the crowd was like last year, so I'm like, okay, it's better than that. Um, you know, and then kind of as we started winning, it, it reached, you know, okay, now we got two thousand, then we hit three, then we hit over four. I think Iowa, we were around five thousand. And then, you know, yesterday when, when I walked out and, and, you know, from my vantage point, looking across the court and up, I mean, people are all the way in, you know, the very top of State Farm Center and, and just just unbelievable. So I really appreciate the community for, for coming out, supporting, you know, this team. And, and just really we have one more home game. I, you know, I, I said after the game on the, on the loud on the microphone that I would love to get 7,000. I know it's hard because it's a Wednesday night, but shoot, there's one more opportunity left this season to come out and support this team and, and just would, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah. And that game is, is Wednesday men are on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, and it's not just here. Uh, Nebraska broke their record yep. uh, with 14,000. Indiana you know, clinched a, a share with 17,000. I, I don't know. I know the quality of play is high, but I mean, something has happened here with women's basketball and popularity in the last. I, I mean, I, you, you've probably got that ten thousand foot view um, yeah. from the days when you played to starting to coach. I mean, it's just it's caught on. It's a thing, <laughs> and it, that's great. It really, no, it's it's awesome, and you and you're so right. I mean, if you look around, you know, we're happy. Because yesterday we had, you know, 6,300 or whatever it was. And, and if you look around, that's actually a low number for the Big Ten. <laughs> I mean, you, you just named off some of these record crowds, and, and it's been, like, constant. You know, Purdue at Purdue-Indiana uh, game, that sold out at Mackey. And then yesterday they sold out Assembly Hall, you know, for Indiana-Purdue. You know, Iowa has – I think there's a sellout this weekend for Iowa-Indiana, I mean – you know, that's 16,000, you know, fans for women's basketball. You know, we didn't see that even in the last couple of years. So, uh, and especially in the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten, I don't know the numbers specifically, but if you look around at the, the numbers that we are drawing in, in Nebraska and all those that you just said, it, it's absolutely incredible. And it's, it's so awesome to see for, for our women that, you know, they deserve to play in front of uh, a crowd. They deserve to play in front of that, that atmosphere. And, and hopefully people will continue to come out. And hopefully, you know, my biggest thing is I hope that they have fun and that they enjoy the product on the, on the court. Um, and, you know, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback, you know, that people are just really enjoying coming to the game. So I hope that continues. Indeed. And, it, again, it is the last opportunity to see not only uh, – uh, a, a, a team that's playing well, but a team that is entertaining. I mean, it's a fun brand of basketball on both sides. Uh, last time you played Nebraska, you beat them by eight without, for the most of the game, Genesis Bryant. That's when she, she got the ankle mm-hmm. injury. Um, is the formula here rinse and repeat because you had success, even though not a great shooting night? You know, there's some different things that, that we learned, uh, you know, that we learned from that first game that we may tweak and, and change up some things. Um, you know, it's always, you always learn after that first time playing someone, and, and it was about a week and a half ago. So it's going to be, 
you know, two weeks, I think, to the day of, of when we'll play them again. So, you know, there is, it's clear in our minds. But, yeah, there'll definitely be some things that we learned and, and that we can improve upon. Um, you know, and it's, we did not play great over there, but we played really, really tough and had a lot of grit and a lot of resiliency, which was absolutely – is one of the most proud I've been of this team uh, all year was that win. It just – we showed a lot of toughness uh, to play and, and come back. Uh, late in the game so we're gonna have to play well I mean Nebraska if you look at their record they are way better than their record this is a they played a lot of teams really tight uh good teams they beat Maryland uh you know they played Iowa tight this is a really good team and we're gonna have to play really well uh in order to get this this win on Wednesday well I have a feeling you're gonna get a lot of energy from from the crowd behind you uh to send you out before you go to the final home game or final regular season game on Sunday against Rutgers and then into the Big Ten tournament. So, and then uh, sounds like you're not ready to call it, but I think you're an NCAA tournament too, <laughs> in in that too. <laughs> well, I hope you're right, and and I, you know, they asked me yesterday, and I said I believe we are, and um, hopefully the the committee feels the same way. But we also got to go out there and and improve it. You know, we we know that nothing's guaranteed, and. Uh, you know, we don't have that tradition of some other programs, uh, you know, in the past how many years. So we're going to go out there and we got to we got to still continue to work uh, and try to get these, you know, get these next few games and, and, and prove that, you know, we are a lock in that tournament. Coach, we always appreciate talking to you. We will be talking to you after the regular season next week. Awesome. Okay. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Sean. Illinois Women's Hoops one more time at the State Farm Center on Wednesday night. That's a 7 p.m. tip. Uh, and I have, you know, she mentioned uh, that it's, you know, middle of the week and maybe it's harder than a weekend kind of thing. But every time I thought, eh, I don't, you know, they got a one-off big crowd, mm-hmm. then they turn around and do like what they did yesterday. And, you know, I'm sure Teresa Grants was a bit of a draw, but uh, – <laughs> I, I admit I'm surprised at how much the the fan base has jumped in, and I think it's great. I'm not uh, – it, this has caught like wildfire, mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool to see. Illinois is always going to be, from, from a fan's perspective, a basketball school, whether it's men's or, or women's high school, all the way up and, and down. And the water level has come out up to that probably four or 5,000 per game. And now it's just you, you just keep building on it. And, and Teresa Grinson helps out, and maybe the, the last game at the State Farm Center will help some more, and they could, they could hit that 7,000 number, which I, I don't think I've seen since I've been over here and, and I've been in Champaign for nine years now yeah so I mean I saw it with the the school day field trip day but that mm-hmm. it's a little bit contrived because mm-hmm. of the you know you're bringing in a bunch of kids so this is you know <laughs> straight general public yeah. yeah um also I think Giovanna Lopez and and Jada Peebles deserve standing ovations on senior day because they've They've endured a, b- a bit here through mm-hmm. the ups and downs and uh, have stuck it through, and they're getting rewarded here. And also, just to mention, though, that those two are reserve players. Yep. That Everything's means, back. Well, you never know in this day and age, but I I would think Illinois will only be better next year. Yeah. If your starting five is back, plus the others that have been mm-hmm. mostly bench players uh, could be back as well. So. I mean, there's nothing to suggest that this won't just keep rolling. 
Yeah, everybody's going to get a year older. You figure a year better. I don't know if Kendall Bostick's going to grow three inches, but uh, maybe <laughs> maybe they can find somebody that can move her to the four. Um, but but yeah, it, it's it's not a, a flash in the pan. They they might be building something. But coaches are going to be coach, huh, with one day at a time. <laughs> I'm trying to say you're in the tournament, don't you think? I really do think they could lose their last two and they'd be fine. I think they're in, but probably. But they just they, I don't see anything where they're on a bubble. No, but uh big Big 10 tournament matters as far as seeding and staying in that second day. It doesn't look like there's a chance to get that double bye, but making sure that you don't play that first day and yeah, just just don't lose sight of it. Sounds like she she's letting them know that that you're good, but you you just got to keep going. Yeah. All right. Men's hoops tonight. Women's final home game of the season is Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Thursday it's Northwestern for the men. So a lot of basketball to see in Champaign and here as well. We are back in a moment. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. Join us later tonight for Fighting Illini Basketball. It's a makeup game with the Golden Gophers of Minnesota. 8 o'clock tip at State Farm Center. 6 o'clock Illini game day. And since it is a makeup game tonight, all fans are encouraged to wear makeup. Is that from the DIA? No, I just I just <laughs> made that up. I just made that up. Yeah, this will be the only game in the Big Ten tonight. Usually Big Ten takes Mondays off on the men's side. And then uh, Illinois gets Northwestern on Thursday night. Opening weekend of Illinois baseball over the weekend. Win two against Youngstown State. Lose two to Wake Forest, who I believe is Omaha good. (laughs) I believe they may give some uh, high A and double A teams a run for their money, uh, especially with with Rhett Louder. He, he legit. He's legit. Uh, <laughs> I don't not sure he broke a sweat. Um <laughs> and uh yeah, I, the way he pitches. I mean just stuff just falling all all over the place just keeping guys off balance. You know, th- and he's one of two. They got another one. <laughs> yeah, that Illinois didn't see because right. he had arm soreness and fatigue for and for whatever reason they held him out this weekend. And they're going to see another one on Friday night in Tanner Hall down in southern Mississippi. He's a, another guy that's a high, highly uh, high draft pick potential, mm-hmm. and, a, and a Southern Miss team that only gave up three runs to earned over this over the opening mm-hmm. weekend against Liberty. So Illinois is getting tested here early, but I know they that um, look you, you face good players, but Illinois has good players, and they just they, you know they you asked me on Friday, you and Matt said. Bats or or arms? What, mm-hmm. What's ahead? And I said it kind of depends. I'd like to amend <laughs> my answer and say, well, I think arms are a little bit ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just because there was so much swing and miss, mm-hmm. and and maybe it's you're outdoors facing somebody else for the first time. It it, it really is, was very good pitching coming f- from Wake. I don't know. It's I, I I just like to hold off judgment for another weekend or two to see where they're at. But I do like that. They're playing very good competition because last year that kind of bit the Big Ten in mm-hmm. not getting enough enough teams in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, biggest thing is taking care of the ones that you can take care of and maybe grab one here and there like they were able to against Notre Dame in their early season last year. But with the the experience they have in the lineup, probably not too much concern with that. And uh, outside of the, the first inning and some unearned runs, look sound like Riley Gowans had a pretty good outing. 
Jack Crowder's got his stuff. It's just a matter of where is that stuff going to go. Yes. Um, if it's and, in the zone, it's hard to hit it. And and, and same thing with uh, the, the the Sunday starter in, in, in Whittinger, same in, facing off against a, a Wake Forest team that has a, as many good bats as they do arms, or at least one bat that that's considered top fifty uh, in that lineup. So. Good, good starting point. Got to got to start somewhere, and you know, coming out five hundred could be worse. The freshman Julius Sanchez, uh, his line doesn't look very good in his Sunday start, but his this was a freshman debuting against true freshman. Yeah, oh my. Wake Forest, and he I mean he gave up a couple of solo home runs in the first two innings, and uh, and then at one point got into a self inflicted jam and got out of it put on two with walks and got out of it and we okay i mean this mm-hmm. guy just i've seen freshmen fold in that situation and he didn't and and then you know at, at the end of his outing ran into it again and you know they hit a, another bomb and that's just what wake force does so <laughs> i i actually was impressed for a f- five run outing <laughs> for the freshman um, well, they so, can get they can be afraid of contact, especially after giving home runs in the early going and, and your first outing. It's it's easy to just be like, okay, I'm not going to give them anything to hit, and then not give yourself anything to to work with. So yeah, so Illinois will have some some growing points, and and we'll see what happens when they go down to what's supposed to be 80 degree weather in Southern Mississippi this uh-huh. weekend. Sorry to tell you about that, but not sorry at the same time. I don't think it's going to be too bad here, right? I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think look that be. far ahead. I don't, think, I, I don't think it will be either. But softball had a good weekend as well. Men's tennis got an upset. and Women's tennis started Big Ten play as well uh, with a win over Penn State. So everything's just going on right now. Yep. We'll transition to the next hour, which is at the Esquire. Both Daniel Rivero and Natalie Walsh, the head coaches of men's and women's gymnastics, will be there as well as two high school state champion wrestlers at the Esquire coming up. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. It's Finding Illini Women's Basketball at 7 o'clock against Nebraska. Wednesday night at 7 on DWS with Mike Kuhn calling all the action. Well, I assume, Evan, that uh, you were locked in yesterday on the NBA All-Star Game. I watched the picks, and then I flipped on Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> because Snoop Dogg put the the dancing scene on, on his Instagram, and I was like, now i got to go watch Napoleon Dynamite. I thought the picks were fine, but I knew what was going to come with the game, so it is what it is. And the Bulls are not getting Wessel Westbrook. Rest- oh, man. <laughs> that was a Russell- tug. Westbrook. No, no, he's staying in L.A., but I hear they're in talks with other point guards, Patrick Beverly and John Wall, although I, I don't know what either of those really really do for the Bulls. But, um, no, I I didn't really watch any of NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, I really didn't feel like I missed anything. I, I liked that Io was in the Rising Stars mm-hmm. game. Uh, good for him, but... But that was that. Friday night and SmackDown was on. And the best story on television for the last 12 months has been Sami Zayn and the Bloodline. So I don't think you can pull me away from that. Uh, Although I am going to have to do it tonight. I'm going to be, you know, one eye on the basketball game, one eye on Monday Night Raw. I I believe everything that you said oh, it, about what's happening. It's, it's, abs- it's absolutely true. I mean, it's just insane. Sami and, and KO standing tall on Saturday. This road to WrestleMania is going to be great. Not not an ad. I'm looking forward to Saturday at the State Farm Center. Are you going to go? I think so. Yeah. 
I bet Colin Likas will go too. Uh, I I need to check with him he's to see. He's working outside the studio. He's up to some sort of shenanigans. Well, and he's very busy this time of year, so he I don't is. know if he's got that that time on his hands. But um, but it seems it seems like it seems like he could find time. You're finding time. I yeah, mean. just just a little bit, and and then we're going to turn around. We'll be back on, on Sunday for for Illinois basketball. One but, more NBA note. Uh, this is according to Adrian. Wojanowski mm-hmm. looks like Myers Leonard is going to get a ten-day contract with the Bucks. Yeah, he's been he's been working out for teams for the last couple three months, and good for him to to get another shot. Yep. Um, I think he's a good dude, and and he learned that he he made a mistake, and I think he's he's written the wrong as best as he could. Yep. Didn't get to touch this. I meant to bring this up to you to get your your thought on. Maybe we'll touch on it tomorrow. They may speed up football games they may uh match the nfl and uh not stop the clock on first downs oh interesting all right yeah well, let's get into that tomorrow. but there's a few other rules they may do that you may or may not like <laughs> all right esquire standing by after the news wdw